your portfolio will make or break you because it's usually the first thing a client will look at and it is often the main thing they'll use to decide whether to hire you or not. So obviously nailing it is critical. A Philippine podcast show dedicated to help you thrive for greatness. Thrive for greatness. This guy is phenomenally passionate about what he does. How freaking amazing she is. So skilled and so qualified and I highly recommend them. Without a doubt, the best funnel builder I've ever come across. Yeah, really, really into the detail and cannot recommend them highly enough. Lightning was efficient and fast, but he understood the project. The person who built our entire funnel from beginning to end and has been with us since day one is Jameer. Nothing but up. Nothing the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. With your host, Jameer and Jameer and Jameer and Jameer. I'm always flexing. What's happening, guys? Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jameer Angelo, your host for Nothing But Up the Podcast. This is episode number 27. And uh, yes, I'm still coming to you live here from my simple home office in the province of South Cotabato. Guys, uh, I mean, today, um, I'll try and promise this episode is going to be another killer episode for everyone. And uh, speaking about killer, Topic today, we'll talk about ways to create a killer freelancer portfolio. So, I mean, what? why does it matter? And uh, why is it somehow significant to uh, the type of job where, where um, or I am working or probably to, you know, our audience or people that's listened or tuned in to this episode that is looking to work from home and uh, become a freelancer uh, himself or herself. So that is what's gonna be happening um, in today's episode. I'm gonna be throwing some you know, valuable tips, which I personally practice, personally have owned and mastered um, over the past few years. And I'm um, looking forward to sharing that over with you. But just like any other episode, before we go and dive into uh, you know all of our I mean, for, for, for our topic today, I'm just going to throw some quick shout outs to everybody that has supported and uh, has, you know, uh, stuck with us uh, all throughout this entire thing, seven months that we're, we're live on air and, uh, you know, on broadcast uh, with, a, with a broadcast. So shout out to everybody that has tuned in right now and uh, continue to support us. Appreciate you. And um, getting some positive feedback as well for our Apple podcast. Um, so if you haven't, and if you happen to be an uh, uh, Apple user, uh, don't hesitate. It's never too late. Just uh, try and go to uh, Apple Podcasts on your phones. Uh, search nothing but up the podcast. And then uh, obviously you will find a show. Uh, drop your rating and your comment. Then uh, just email me. And uh, I'm going to be sending you your free T-shirts or, you know, whatever apparel or merchandise that you want to you wanna have. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw and send it out to you. Um, email me at funnelexpertph at gmail.com. And then we'll talk to that. Also, shout out to everybody tuned in. Um, I'm seeing a couple of people from Lebanon uh, tuned into our show. So pretty cool. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, this, this show's catering all over the world guys and uh you know it's it's i think you know people could resonate with with most of our topics and uh you know considering the current situation right now with the pandemic and people people transitioning to go and try and work online um become a freelancer and uh simply enjoying the benefits of you know having to do get paid and be right at the comfort of their homes for their families so uh, yeah, definitely this uh, this channel or this show is absolutely for you. So shout out to all my friends here in uh, Sarala, South Cotabato. Shout out to Benjamin Balda. Uh, shout out to Victor. Uh, who else? Albert Descalzota, uh, belated happy birthday to you, dude. Uh, Master People, belated happy birthday as well to you. Uh, all my friends uh, in Cebu, office mates, 
Uh, hope you're staying safe there. Um, I know it's been quite crazy the past few weeks now. Um, as a matter of fact, where we are on uh, MECQ once again, um, guys, um, it, it is it is such a tough situation. Um, and uh, yeah, this month is February. Just definitely, just right? Two two months of uh, you know 2021, and it's almost the end of the month now. So I'm really hoping and praying that you're uh, trying to cope things up with your, especially with your health, um, with your careers. Um, hoping everybody is is doing okay, um, despite the, the the crazy craziness that's been happening. I mean, you know, uh, tough times definitely, but uh, we, we will be able to push through. And uh, because of that, that is I don't know if you noticed, guys, but the past few episodes, I didn't quite expect it because. Originally, the intention of this show is to kind of like interview and get some, you know, insights from from our guests um, when it comes to their achievements, overcoming, you know, their their struggles, you know, and fears, perhaps, and getting good good lessons um, out of their life and their stories in the hopes of sharing it over to you to provide you more, you know, um, uh, value. And learning um, out of this, um, you know, podcast show, and that is still our intention, of course, uh, for obvious reasons, and that is the reason behind why why this podcast show has been established, um, and that is in the you know mere passion and dedication to bring you quality episodes every Saturday uh, that could really motivate you and drive drive you to strive strive even more. And apparently, like any other, probably any other situation, it could be, you know, with business or a relationship or careers, whatever, you know, you have to transition, right? And you have to capitalize on something that is working. And what is, or what was surprising to me is that the past two episodes has garnered more views and downloads compared to the rest. So, I mean, if, if you're going to come to think of it, maybe if, if, you know, coming from my perspective, um, perhaps, the decision has to be made. So, I have to transition. And since people are resonating to the amount of, you know, content I'm giving away when it comes to freelancing and working from home, um, I decided to go through and push more to that. But of course, we're not drastically changing things off. It's just that, you know, since people are seeking and uh, trying to get, you know, tips and advices uh, about how to really be successful when it comes to venturing and entering the freelance uh, industry or the freelancing industry and uh, how to work from home, why not, right? So that's exactly the reason why, why we're here today and why I'm here now, um, you know, to talk things and to walk you through the, the you know, uh, some of the tips and advice that I could, I could you know, give away uh, for you. So going to the topic, uh, you know, portfolio. So I don't know if, if you followed me, I, uh, hopefully if you did follow me closely uh, on my uh, Facebook channel, uh, this Funnel Expert PH. Um, I did post a snippet of a video. Uh, it, it wasn't, some thought it was a podcast interview, but it, it really wasn't. Um, it was just a, a snippet of uh, an, uh, actually a, a, a call I had with a potential uh, client. Technically now he's a client because uh, I just signed a contract uh, with him. Who happens to, you know, w was searching online, right? was going through, you know, a rough situation because he has a product, he's really looking to scale it. Uh, he, he attempted to build, you know, funnels uh, for himself, wasn't able to get positive results as he hoped so. Uh, he hired a guy, I think it was from, um, I don't know if, if it was from, I know it was from Southeast Asia. Uh, Bangladesh, yeah, remembered it. So he had a guy there uh, to run a campaign for him, 
you know, w went through the the uh, the steps and processes of building a funnel, and then you know, launched the campaign, spent about nearly four hundred, five hundred bucks to to do so, uh, but wasn't able to get any, not even a single sale. So what he said to me is that he he came across my profile, uh, saw my portfolio. And uh, he decided to pull the trigger right away. And uh, it really doesn't happen often. I mean, I don't know about most most freelancers out there, um, but you receiving, you know, just out of the blue, out of nowhere, you receive a contract right away, and all you're going to need to do is just accept it, right? And we're not talking about small numbers here, guys. It's a huge amount of money um, that's, that's trying to come into you, right? So I thought about, you know, you know, cutting the video out and then, you know, releasing it in my social media, uh, you know, channels, specifically in my Facebook fan page, Funnel Expert PH, uh, to, show, to show my followers and probably, you know, people looking to get some resource about really knowing and understanding the importance of having a good, solid, and a killer portfolio. So guys, that's exactly what I'm going to be talking uh, today, uh, in today's episode for sure. And before we go dive right into that, let's try and hear a quick word from our sponsors. As they say, food takes people to places. So during these crazy times, one can take his taste buds on a trip to Western Visayas by trying out one of its specialties. If you've ever been to Negros Occidental you may have already tried its famous comfort food. Can't see. It's a dish made with slow-cooked beef shanks and deep sour broth soup. Bacolod City is particularly famous for can It's see. an iconic longo dish that is now available in Cebu. Good news for Cebu Onos. You can onos. now indulge with a bowl or two of Kansi and Cebu. Introducing Coles Kansi. Located in the heart of Cebu. Open to serve you daily to order. Visit and message them on Facebook. Satisfy your craving and relieve that stress away. Coles Kansi. An iconic longo dish that is now available in Cebu. I'm always flexing. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is nothing but up the podcast. Episode number 27. Hope you're having a good, good weekend right now. Um, and know you guys, I mean, some of you might be uh, uh, trying to go and job hunt right now. I mean, considering the, again, uh, the craziness that, that we're all experiencing, you know, despite this pandemic. And again, it's, it's a good, it's a cool thing. I mean, spending your weekend in a more productive way. Um, yeah, kudos to you if you're doing that. And uh, and again, uh, my, my my sincerest appreciation um, for everybody that are tuned in uh, right now. But uh, yeah, let's let's dive right in. So, um, as what I mentioned today, we will talk about you know specific ways, strategies, or means, and how you can actually create a killer portfolio um, as a freelancer. And uh, yes, I, I don't I don't know how to even stress this uh, you know deeper enough, but uh, it is it is really a must to have one, especially if you're starting out. Um, and it, it is always cool to to you know re really solidify that that part, you know, in your application process. I'd say uh, to have something solid and independent that people can look into and decide right from the get-go that you are the right candidate or the right person to work with. And uh, it's just like, you know, um, what I mentioned most of the time, um, you have to think, you know, w when you apply for jobs, you have to take the perspective of, you know, the, the, the client um, offering the job. Right, it's it's kind of like different. If if you come and think of it on on a, let's say compare it in a corporate corporate setup, for example, if you're working, if you're applying for a position in a in a, a corporate company or a corporate world or entity, uh, I'd say, um, 
you you were going to be going through tons of processes, right? Um, apart from your, let's say, bio data or resume, right? You would have to go through initial interview, right? And then if you pass, you'll be taking um, exams. If you pass, you go to another interview. If you pass, then you go through the final interview, right? And that's only if you pass, right? Freelancing is different, guys. Okay, again, this is not for everybody, but I just trying to drop some, you know, uh, some pros and cons w when it comes to that nature. But again, it's it's fairly understandable. Again, considering the situation that we're all in right now. Okay, with freelancing is different. So what you do is that you do build an online portfolio where potential clients or you know, you know, people that are posting jobs will be able to take a look at you and then immediately gauge if you're a good fit, right? If you are, chances are they're gonna invite you for an interview and then make a decision right away, right? Right there in an instant. And to tell you honestly, I've, I've been in Upwork for, for my entire uh, freelancing career and 90% uh, of my clients are actually there. 10% is coming from outside. It could be coming from LinkedIn. It could be coming from referrals or you know, people randomly sending jobs to me, uh, coming from clients and all those stuff. And, uh, but, but again, mo most of it is, is really coming from Upwork. And every part of your Upwork profile really matters, okay? But some sections are, are typically important. Just like for your title and overview, for example, it plays a strategic role when it comes to capturing the attention of potential clients, right? And again, the portfolio, your portfolio. So you see the, the benefits of, of having a, a killer portfolio could include, you know, higher profile views and better quality job invites uh, from potential clients landing in uh, to your profile, and as well as increase, you know, your uh, their their confidence uh, in your ability and uh, perhaps your pro professionalism, even if you're relatively new uh, to the Upwork uh, community. Now, while some talents, as what Upwork you know, calls them, you know, some talents or freelancers may be more visual than the others. You, you have to remember that your portfolio matters, whatever your particular area of expertise uh, you're into. Okay. And you have to consider that this is going to be your opportunity to show clients what you can do for their projects and showcase your skills and your talent, right? So if you're, if you're in the middle of, you know, trying to wave things out in terms of finding your niche and uh, trying to go and, and see which, whichever, you know, uh, skill set you want to master and, and, and learn, um, it is still relevant to you because what I'll be talking about will we'll discuss even if you're new and most especially if you're a veteran in the field. Right now, what bugs me the most is that if even if you're a veteran in the field and you're st still earning as you know the same amount of earnings that you're getting, probably three four years from the moment you started, it tells me one thing: you are stuck, my friend. Right, you're stuck. And I don't know about you. If if you're in a comfortable position, then so be it. Th that's your choice. Definitely your choice. But with with a, a you know, with someone like me, I really don't settle for less, guys. I always aim for 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 anything higher. It could be a goal, it could be you know uh, my job, it could be your your career procession, whatever. Um, but you, you need not to settle for what you're comfortable in doing, because again, if you do so, it's just like you're ending your life. You're stuck, and just literally there. Right, so this goes out to to everybody. Uh, if you're stuck right now, if you're looking to scale, if you're looking to uh, start, 
you know, or, or enter the, the freelancing uh, industry, uh, this episode is definitely for you. So let me tell you a couple of tips, or not a couple, but maybe about four or five tips uh, today that could really help you understand why you need to have a killer portfolio and why does it matter so much. Okay, so for obvious reasons, I've already talked about how potential clients will be able to gauge you from the moment they land on your profile and saw your portfolio. Okay, it's primarily the, 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 the ultimate, you know, most important thing. Um, why portfolio matters so much. Okay, but again, th there are tons of ways in how you can go and improve it. And, uh, you know, regardless, this will leverage your portfolio, regardless of what, whatever skill set or niche uh, you're in. So let's start with number one. Okay. Tell a story for each service you provide. Okay. Why? Why does it matter? Okay, now, if you have more than one area of expertise, your portfolio should reflect your range of skills okay it should for example let's say you're a copywriter right you love to work on you know product descriptions product descriptions if you're not familiar with it it's, it's something like you you have a shopify store an e-commerce store you've got a cap for example like this one so you describe the, the cap okay you describe compelling copy that helps the product you know sell to the marketplace okay so that's your job however on the other side you are also a, a blog post writer and a website copywriter okay so different fields although one niche all about copywriting but you get different fields make sense to you so you need to tell inside your portfolio that you're doing all those three different categories of copywriting okay and it's gonna it's gonna show at least on a on a client's perception it's it's gonna show them that you got um you know the the potential definitely because you're multi-talented as you are showcasing right and uh i think it, it is also very helpful that you go and upload maybe at least three to five portfolio items for each of the category uh, that would probably show your latest, uh, you know, product copywriting or your blogging or your website copywriting projects, okay? Each one will be categorized separately with its own unique project description, okay? So when it comes to organizing your portfolio items, you're going to need to start with putting the best work that you have in front of your potential clients faces so how do you do that so on your portfolio you're going to need to go through and scan whatever you know work you've done in the past now if you're someone new you necessarily need not worry about it because you can build your own portfolio basing on what you do and you just gonna need to showcase it okay so let's take uh, copywriting, for example, okay? Now, again, let's go back to getting the perception of the client, right? Every time you do something, you have to think like a client, right? Like it's you who's gonna hire the person, okay? So how would you hire the person if you're not impressed with a portfolio, okay? So that's the first and foremost, it's something that you need to work on immediately. So as what I'm trying to say, um, let's take uh, copywriting as an example here. So you have a passion if probably let's let's go ahead and do two scenarios here. So you're a copywriter, you're someone new, no one has hired you before, okay? but you already have some experiences outside of any other freelancing uh freelancing uh, platforms out there like upwork online jobs ph fiverr whatever it is right so you go get in right 
create an account with Upwork or the rest of the you know uh, freelancing plat platforms out there, and then you highlight your portfolio based on something that you did, okay, right? Something that you did that you think could impress your potential clients. So if you're positioning yourself as a copywriter, then for obvious reasons, you have to showcase your skill, showing potential clients that you've written some copy. Okay? You place that in your portfolio, right? And your potential clients will be able to freely access it and see if it is definitely a killer, okay? But again, even if you have a killer portfolio and you don't have the skill set to back it up, get the fuck out of here. It just really won't work, okay? I'm telling you, right? If you put something out, back it up, right? If you're good with this, back it up, right? You gotta need to back it up. So uh, those couple of things. And, and, and when you go and go ahead and write it, it has, it needs to start with a compelling story. Okay, a story for each of the service or a single service that you are offering. Okay, like you know, in in most cases, that's one thing that most people overlook all the time, right? They treat their freelancing platform as some sort of bio data or a resume. Well, in fact, it's not. Okay. Yes, it's there to tell you know to, to tell to tell your name out to your potential clients, to tell your age, your affiliations, or whatnot. But again, you need not to treat it as your bio data or resume. Okay, you need right from the get go to showcase your skills, and to showcase it, you need to couple it up or tie it up with a compelling story that tells your potential clients looking at your profile that you are the guy to hire to okay now what are the pros and cons okay two scenarios of what i've said if you're starting out chances are they're going to be paying much lesser compared to the tenured copywriters out there okay and if you're showcasing your skill and you're showing people how good you are when it comes to product descriptions and blog postings or blog writing and website copy, which is absolutely in demand at this day and age, then chances are you're going to be, you know, invited for interviews or uh, greater things could possibly happen. Like, you know, having you accepting contracts right away. Okay. Another scenario would be, you're already a tenured freelancer. You've, you've been in the industry for quite a while. Um, and you felt like no one's looking at you. Okay? You're getting like a single invite in a month. You go in interview and you don't get hired. Chances are you don't have a work that following month. Right? That sucks, right? Really sucks. And you can afford to have no work or job or project at this fucking day and age with a pandemic happening um, you know, all across the globe. So, my advice to you, my friend, is you gotta need to work in your portfolio. Okay, showcase all the previous you know jobs you've done. Let's say, for example, you're a website designer. Okay, again, a very in-demand uh, you know niche uh, at this day and age. So you can take a look at that. So if you're a website designer okay you want to showcase your skills and show your clients that you're good in what you do so how do you do it okay you can always show you know links or maybe recording of you know, a video walking through uh you know the projects you've done in the past but what what come what clients would be engaged is knowing the story behind and how you did it okay how you created a website, the amount of time frame you were able to, you know, uh, complete the task or the project. The faster you did, the better, because that could really impress a lot of, a lot of, you know, uh, business owners and entrepreneurs out there trying to get out their own website for their businesses, and that is mostly the case. 
So if you're already in the freelancing industry for quite a while and you're not getting enough clients as you felt you should, then something's wrong with your portfolio, my friend, because nobody's inviting you. Okay? So again, guys, it boils down to creating a compelling story behind each of the services or offers you provide. Okay, never treat your portfolio as your resume because it's not. Especially if you're freelancing, you're creating an online portfolio, okay, making it more accessible and you know, people to freely get to take a look at your work and they can gauge themselves if you're the guy that they're looking for and then hire you. Okay, so you need to impress them. And one way to attract and impress clients is, yet again, to create a compelling story behind your services or your offers. Okay? So I hope I'm clear with that. Second one, you need to leverage your portfolio creatively. So what do I mean by that? Creatively. Uh, again, the word creative is such... A very subjective word because what's creative for me might not be for you okay but there is one generic or maybe specific rule um that i could probably share over with you um that i find most freelancers are actually practicing um I i'm i'm not in a position to say that it's it's a bad practice to do but if you feel that what you've done in the past isn't working, then chances are it's bad because it's not working. Make sense? So you've got to need to be creative with how you position yourself in the marketplace, right? Make yourself unique. Make yourself, make yourself stand out from most people do, okay? Aim to make your portfolio exciting, not just a copy of your employment history information, like, again, most people do. By thinking of each, you know, piece as its own story, whether you use words, uh, images, videos, reports, or something close to that nature, you're more likely to get people to pay attention to the projects you want to win, right? So, you know, over the, over the past few years, um, I'm seeing, you know, different, different ways and methods and how you'd be able to make yourself stand out and making your portfolio unique. One is to create a case study, okay? Um, again, this is applicable for both uh, freelancers are starting out and uh, for free freelancers, it's already been years in the business and looking to scale, okay? So if you're not familiar with case studies, it's, it's something like a proof of the work you've done uh, that will showcase the step-by-step -step things and processes you've done, you've done in completing the project and showing positive results, okay? I don't know if I, I need to stress it out, Positive results, no pun intended with a pandemic happening, um, but definitely positive results because you can't showcase a case study with a project that did fail. You know what I mean? So you showcase something or a case study that made wonders for yourself or made wonders or created positive results for your clients. Okay. So if you're starting out, how do you do it? Okay. So if you're starting out, there are tons of different ways now you can do it. One is you could probably try and do pro bono, right? You can create a project. Let's say you're starting out. You know that you're good when it comes to WordPress, right? When it comes to building websites. It's just that you don't, maybe you just don't know how to, you know, get your point across to your potential clients and just really don't know how to close deals uh, during the interviews, which again is fairly normal. Uh, you know, we as Filipinos, we're not native, you know, American or English 
speakers, right? Just most of us or some of us are just probably blessed to know the language even more. And maybe you're just in a position that you just can't get your point across, but you're get goddamn good when it comes to building websites, okay? The problem is that you just don't know how to get your point across, okay? Know what I mean? So if you're starting out and you're that, you are in that position, I mean, you go create a case study. Hey, you tell your client, um, hey, I'm looking to build my portfolio and I'm really open and even throwing a test project for you that will give me the opportunity to showcase my skills. I know I'm good with WordPress, right? It's just that I don't know how to sell myself, okay? And who in the world could, could turn it down? I mean, you're, you're doing pro bono. You're trying to uh, uh, create a case study for yourself that will showcase your skills. And it is a win for the client, considering that he could save massively, right? In exchange, will be their testimonials, right? Will be their appearance on your case study, backing you up that you did their project and it was successful, okay? Again, that's one trick in the table if you're starting out. There's nothing to lose, right? As a matter of fact, there's too much to gain because it's going to help you build your portfolio. You yourself as a freelancer already has a case study that you are doing your shit a ton of good for people, right? So if you do that, then you'd be able to move on and then you can demand more money for people coming in. Okay, now, if you're someone, um, again, a veteran in the freelancing community, then you're not getting clients as you are hoping. It could be probably because of this, right? You're telling yourself and showcasing yourself to tons and maybe thousands of potential clients out there, but you're not backing it up, right? You know you're good. It's just that you're not showing it. So again, one way of showcasing your skill is to create case studies, right? Organize one and then present it, place it in your portfolio, okay? Could really mean, mean so much. Another one, snippets, okay? Try to include some excerpts of, you know, of your work. You don't need to use the entire project, by the way, uh, especially if it's something like a large or complex as it could be, uh, something like funnel, uh, funnel uh, building or, you know, sales funnels in general, because that's a totally huge, huge project to showcase. But you can cut, you know, some couple snippets that you can show people, you know, an example of your work that could probably include, you know, a, a longer document or share a preview or uh, a clip of that large piece of project uh, that you, you, you worked on with, okay? Um, another good way, screenshots, the simplest, okay? If you're a Facebook ads expert and you've run multiple campaigns for business owners, e-commerce stores, or whatever, business coaches, uh, music artists, and the like, then take some screenshots, right? Show it. Um, even if it, on your Facebook uh, page, for example, even if your personal Facebook page, if you're seeing positive feedback from your previous clients from there, take a screenshot of it and share it to the world. So people or your potential clients will be able to see that, hey, I'm seeing people trusting this guy and they're loving the work, right? There's no reason for me not to reach him or her out, okay? I'm gonna try and contact this guy. You know what I mean? So showing screenshots of your work, you know, documents, apps, social media postings, or, you know, depending on the type of nature or work or niche that you're into, uh, again, that's another, another way of showcasing your talents. And uh, another one would be results. Show people your results, okay? Again, not the, not the bad or negative results, because again, if you do that, you're screwed. You're screwed, man. So yeah, show and create a visual representation of your success using maybe a diagram, a chart, or a graph 
that walking people through clients through how you will able to receive those positive results okay and i think this next one is probably the most important one testimonials okay and this works again for both new and upcoming freelancers and both for the old ones um if you do have some former colleagues or clients that could vouch your skills, include the testimonial in your portfolio. Okay, it won't hurt you. As long as the testimonial is genuine and it is definitely not solicited by way of exchange of money. Okay, because it's going to hurt you and hunt you eventually. So show real testimonials over. If you're new, you need not to get, you need not to get clients right away to generate testimonials, right? With how, with how most people do it, with how I personally do it, is that, again, I start creating and offering my services for free, okay? Expressing myself that, hey, hey, look, I'm looking to build my portfolio. It's just so sad that I just wasn't able to land a client as of yet, right? So how would you feel if I'll do your work for free in exchange, provide me a solid testimonial over it. And I would ask if you could provide me a video testimonial, a written testimonial of yourself, telling me or telling the audience that I am capable and I do know my shit. Make sense? Right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer, guys. I mean, who would say no to you? Okay? Let's say, for example, you go through... Uh, let's say, for example, you go through a Facebook community, right? Facebook group. They got, let's say, 80,000 freelancers in the Philippines alone. How do you fucking stand out? Okay. Well, that's what I said. If you're looking to build your portfolio, this is another trick that you can probably take away. Offer your services free. Okay, take take a look at it on a big, bigger perspective, on a on a on a, uh, a big bigger, much bigger picture. Okay, although you're offering your services free, in exchange, you've got to be getting a video testimonial and a written testimonial. If you are a client, would you say no? Right, you might be going asking me, listening to this episode now. Why the fuck should they offer my services free, man? I mean, I'm trying to trying to land a job here. Okay. What I'd say to you, yeah, dude, that's true. You're looking at entering freelancing because you're looking to get a job. You're looking to step away from whatever fucking situation you're in, and you want to go ahead and enter this world. What I have to tell you, my friend, this world is not for everybody. And if you have nothing. To back up your claim or the skill set that you claim that you're good at unfortunately my friend you will never ever gonna land a client why because they look at your portfolio okay their your experience weighs so much to them and why the fuck should I hire someone who doesn't know a single shit about what I want to do? You feel me? That's the thing. If you're new, it's so hard to crack it, man. I mean, you, you got millions of competitors. Competitive niche. It is a competitive niche. Freelancing is a competitive niche. But one way to crack it is to get a solid portfolio, okay? You've got to need to, and how do you get it, right? Testimonials plays a huge role, right? You can offer and go pay someone to do that for you. It's, it's a no-brainer. Anyone can do that, right? But at the end of the day, it's going to haunt you because that's fake. It's not true, right? You've got to need, you know, generate a true testimony. And how do you do it when you do? Okay? No one's hiring you. No one's e even trying to accept or send you an interview invite for Christ's sake. How can you crack the code? It's no if no one is, you know, taking a chance on you. 
You know what I mean? So this is the thing. This is how you do it. Okay? Go through, maybe get around five or six testimonials in exchange of free work. Now, let's say, for example, you are a graphic designer. You are a killer, right? You create such an amazing, amazing, you know, project when it comes to graphic arts and the like. You do so much with Photoshop, with Vector. Yeah? Everything, everything's cool with you. But again, do you know that there are hundreds of thousands or even millions of graphic artists out there that are way more than capable in what you're doing? So it's going to be very, very difficult to get in, man. It is. And again, one way to crack the code is to build a solid portfolio. So potential clients will be able to trust you. They'd be able to see your skills and how you showcase it, right? And you got a few testimonials in your belt. To do that, that's one of the tricks, right? If you're a graphic designer, reach out to that, the one who posted a job, right? Offer your services free, okay? And then in exchange, just give them or give you a testimonial that what you did impressed them or what you did made a difference to them, right? No money or capital involved. It's just your skill. And if you're passionate about your skill, why not, right? But if you're someone faking it, it plays a huge role. It is a big deal because you're not getting paid as what you're supposed to, okay? But if what you're doing right now is not working, then you're going to need to change, right? Make sense? So, yeah, those couple of things, case studies, snippets, screenshots, and most importantly, try to get and gather mo more testimonials as much as you can. Okay? Third, let's go to the third one. Provide additional information for each portfolio item. So say, for example, you went ahead, you are a graphic designer. Let's go back to that example. That's just fairly new. So you're a graphic designer, you build you know uh you know graphics for hopefully in 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 providing that uh servicing that for your clients and such so when you build your portfolio inside and you're showcasing showcasing your work as a graphic artist so let's say you did a mock-up pdf file of a website right which your client asked you to do or even if your client didn't ask you to do if you're someone new if you're a graphic designer, you can go create your own shit and show it. Hey, this is what I did. And then again, go back to point number one, storytelling. Okay? Create a story, a compelling story that showcases your skill as a graphic artist and from the specific image that you're showing people. Okay? So you could go ahead and talk about how long it took the project for you to build and how fast you're able to accomplish it, what are the things when it comes to technicalities and how you did it, what type of softwares you used when you created the image, and so on, right? And it all goes and circles back to creating a compelling story, okay? Think of it this way. Believe it or not, you're selling yourself to your client. And I know for, for some, sales representatives or everybody, maybe anyone who's associated with sales, they, some people think of it as a bad thing. Okay? But what, what people don't realize is that you're selling yourself almost every day. <laughs> almost. You're selling yourself. Especially when it comes to this uh, field of freelancing. When you apply for a job or a project, you're selling yourself that, dude, hire me. Why should I hire you? Those stuff, right? And the reason, why I'm, the, the reason why I'm telling you this is that it goes back to point number one, storytelling. When you tell a story, People tend to listen to you. People tend to hear you out. 
what's up with this guy? What, what is he talking about? You're creating a picture with someone you're talking or speaking with that what you do is the bomb, right? What they are about to decide will be the best decision that they could ever make. Because you know what? People buy from emotions, okay? Clients hire freelancers because of emotions, right? Something in their mind taps, you know, taps them and say, hey, this is the guy that you need to work with, okay? So you need to sell yourself. And how do you sell it? Sell it with emotions. And how do you sell with emotions? Create a compelling story along with your portfolio that could really solidify who you are as a person, who you are as a freelancer, and who and how capable you are with your skill set. And if you master all three, it's a no-brainer. You, you're going to be getting invites almost every day. You're going to be you know, uh, having to book your schedules uh, almost weekly or daily, perhaps, when it comes to meeting up with clients. So that's how you do it, okay? So again, going back, um, provide additional information uh, with a portfolio you place. It could be an image, it could be whatever work that you're into. Supply it with a story. <clears throat> so there has to be a story behind. So let's say, let's take this, uh, let's take this phone, for example, okay? Right, you wanna sell this phone. Create a compelling story behind the phone and why should why people should be need to buy that. And again, clients hire through their emotions. That's the exact same thing when it comes to selling something. When you're selling something, people buy with them from their emotions, right? not just with their money. They can afford to do so, but you know, it is how it is. Okay, we're humans. So master those shade up. Okay. And I think finally, you know, try and update your portfolio regularly, uh, which reflects your skills the most. So chances are, you know, try and hold off to you know the, the, the projects you have in your portfolio. And if you've already outgrown and become you know familiarized with with how freelancing is. Um, as an industry, uh, the better, because you'd be able to know the, the, the ins and outs, ins and outs and, how, and how you actually do it. So never, before I go, guys, I mean, one final thing. Don't let your portfolio slide. What do you mean by that? I mean, every project you bring to the table comes with a hefty side dish of experience and growth both of which will make you a more valuable professional in the market, okay? This improvement is what you, what you want your clients to see and perceive you. So never hesitate to push excellent work each and every fucking time, okay? Golden rule, over-deliver all the time, okay? If your client tells you to, let's say, hey, Jameer, I need you to make calls at around 8, 8 in the evening Eastern time. Be there at 7.30 or 7, right? Over-deliver, okay? Over-deliver. And there's a reason why it has to be done. Because when you over-deliver, clients will appreciate you. Clients will look at you as someone who's really dedicated and passionate in what you do. Okay. And this applies to whatever, whatever type of you know, job or niche you're into. This applies for everybody. So if you're listening right now in this episode and you are, let's say, a sales representative, you know, doing phone calls for your clients in the US, okay. You have a set schedule 
to make calls. Okay. Try and do both. Come in early, go out late. Right? Deliver more as what your clients expect you to deliver. And believe me, it's gonna turn the tables around for you. Okay? It's going to tell turn the tables around for you. Because let's take myself as an example. Okay. I've been freelancing for seven years, almost eight years now. Okay. Every project I do, I put my heart into it. Okay. If you're staring at me, looking at me in social media and saying, man, you've come a long way. You've earned so much. You're making a fortune. Dude, I'm going to tell you, the shit that I've been through wasn't fun. 80% of it really coming from pure pain, hard work, and labor. It's just that I'm beginning to reap the, the fruits of those hard work, pain, and labor I've been through over the past few years. Okay, Because I always make a point that I over-deliver. If my client tells me this, I do more than that. Okay? I always step outside the box and be engaging and always delivering the best that I could, I could deliver and offer for my clients. And when certain projects end, they will never hesitate. They will never hesitate to leave a solid testimonial for yourself that they were extremely satisfied with what you've done for them and that you, know, and that you were able to accomplish and go above and beyond what you're supposed to do, right? And it was such a definite process. I wouldn't say it was strategic. But I've, I was able to experience and begin to saw, uh, see some positive uh, results um, over time. When I finish a contract, I go ahead and reach out to the client and say, hey, I think we got nothing else to do. Uh, I think I was able to fulfill and accomplish a project that you originally reached me out for. Um, I was hoping if, uh, you know, if it doesn't take too much for you, if you can probably shoot me over a video testimonial or write me down something uh, that tells me that you're satisfied with the work I've done. And then if you do that, I'll probably, I'll certainly do the same for you. So it's a win-win situation. And every time I do that, guys, every time, I come back with another amazing testimonial for myself. So everything that I've, I've accumulated over these years are all genuine testimonies coming from people who I'm 100% sure that they were satisfied with the work and job I've done for them. So that's something that you should probably think about. And again, probably one of the biggest takeaway that you can get from this episode. So guys, um, again, it's a wrap. It's, it's been a wonderful, wonderful weekend, you know, with you. And I hope you continue to support the show, uh, Nothing But Up the Podcast. Um, if you haven't followed us yet, uh, you can always go through and download and listen, tune into our podcast episodes. That's Nothing But Up the Podcast. Find it on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Republic. And you're some, if you're somewhat visual, you can also find us on YouTube. That's Funnel Expert PH, and you can see a couple of my testimonials there and all of our episodes uh, from Nothing But Up the Podcast. And again, this is Jameer Angelo, your host for Nothing But Up the Podcast, and I'll see you on our next episode. Peace, y'all. I'm always flexing. Thanks for tuning in. Download this episode and pass on the news.
Hit like and subscribe. Watch out for our next episode coming out next.